Greetings, everyone. You're tuned in to another session of Let's Talk Jesus. I'm Rayshard Pinkney. I want you to get close and get your Bibles and follow me in the scripture. And let's have a conversation that matters. Say thank you for calling in. This is uh, Let's Talk Jesus, the telephone Bible study. And we're, we're here tonight, uh, this evening, to uh, look at uh, one of the subjects that I was looking over, and it was the belief that God sent his son. The belief that God sent his son. Now, I'm going to start off real generic with this belief, and then as we read into it, I'm going to take a turn. Once I take the turn on the lesson, I'm not going to pick it all up today. The purpose of it is to kind of present some of the issue that we're going to deal with in our live uh, in-person study, and that is concerning that is concerning the Trinity versus uh, oneness. All right. You understand? You with me? Yes. So yeah. So so I'm go- I'm going to just read. I'm gonna coast through this, and then when you get when I get more to the end of the scripture that I, I'm looking at, we're going to see kind of where people have an understanding that God is a trinity or that God is one. All right. So I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and get started in John 3, and we're going to look at, uh, start at verse 17. John 3 and verse 17. Everybody knows verse 16 very well. But my purpose, I don't want you to be hung up on that. I want you to see this here. It says, John 3 and 17, it says, For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. It says, He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already because he have not believed in the name of the only uh, begotten Son of God. Now, give me give me just a, a quick answer. Uh, what name is, you, is, is we all understand that the Scripture is telling us to believe on? Jesus' name. Okay. So it's not Jehovah, it's not... Uh, any other name, uh, he gave a couple names back in the Old Testament. He gave Jehovah, he gave Elohim, he gave Emmanuel, he gave Moses, I am that I am. But what name is he, we can agree, uh, that he said you should believe on? We be- we agree that that name is Jesus Christ, or Jesus, yeah. is that right? Yes. All right, all right, all right. Okay, so... That is that is how that is how you receive salvation today. You receive salvation today by believing on the name. Now, there's a time where I talk about belief follows actions. Because you can believe a thing, but if there's no action after it, then it's just a belief. Whereas if you truly believe a thing, then it follows after with actions. And then that action turns into the production. Okay? 
uh, I give I give you an example of the scripture in Mark sixteen and sixteen says, He that believeth and it has the word ETH at the end of belief. ETH means there's a continuation to this belief. So oh. for anybody who say it again? Yeah, so, what you say what verse what verse in Mark? Mark sixteen and sixteen. Okay. Mark sixteen sixteen. Okay. So Mark sixteen and sixteen says he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. It it actually has an ETH on the end of belief. Okay? It actually has an ETH on the end of belief. That shows you that there's actions that follow belief. So if you if you're just gonna say you believe and there's followed by with no actions, then uh it might be contrary. You might uh, not see that you are following through with what you're saying because belief follows that. So that's why the word say, he that believeth, and so he say, and is baptized. So once you believe, then you follow it with the, the baptism, and then he say, you shall be saved. Now, yeah. now, the word we just read told us that we have to believe in the name of the only begotten Son of God. All right? right. And the word tells us, so then my question would be, how can you give your, uh, how can you actually produce your belief? If you're saying you believe, what can you do in order to prove out that belief? This is not a trick question. It's the question that we just read. The word tells you. Say it again. Yeah, just it's it's that uh, it's it's just basically right what it says. Believeth in him should not perish. I'm, I'm on sixteen, but have mm -hmm. everlasting life. So so that sets it up, and then when it says. Uh, sent not his son into the world. They want to name that son, give it a name. That would be Jesus. And then mm -hmm. it says, he that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already because he hath not believed in the name of. And the name, a person's name is valuable. There's uh -huh. value in the name of the individual. Now, I now, now, what, what, what makes Jesus? Now, now, I, I believe, I believe that a person's name is very valuable, right? Uh, especially in the scriptures. When, when, when the scripture gives names, the scriptures gives names, and they have meaning behind it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That. So, you, you, when you read about that scripture uh, uh, that we're going to go to next about uh, Thomas, right? They call him uh, Didymus. Yeah. Thomas. They call him Didymus. Um, some people call him Dalton Thomas, right? But his name meant twin. The name, the name uh, Didymus actually meant twin. Uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a reason for these names. Uh, I told you that the name that God gave in the beginning, he gave Jehovah. Jehovah has a meaning, our Savior. Uh, Emmanuel, Emmanuel has a meaning. Uh, it means God with us. So... Anytime the scripture gives a name, 
it has a meaning. Now, my question would be, what is the actual meaning or the purpose of the name Jesus? What would you say the name and the, the purpose would be of the name Jesus? Well, if I'm, I probably ask, not, I'm not sure. We got God saves. Okay. No. So, so I'm, I'm looking for I'm I'm looking for the actual purpose of his name. So, so I, look, I don't know that I, I can name it. Okay. Okay. I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give a scripture. Let's go to Acts four. I want to go to Acts four, and this is this is kind of not on my list, but it's kind of on my list because we when you get to talking about Jesus, you can't just uh, talk about him and don't get more. You're gonna always get okay. more when you talk yeah. about it. Right. Okay. So Acts four. All right. Verse twelve. Acts four, verse twelve. Let me know when you get there. I'm there. Okay, what what your Bible say? What your scripture say? Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none under uh, under heaven given among well, men. Uh, uh, there, uh, hold on, there there, there no none other what? Given, yeah, 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 good. No other name. Uh, no other name given uh, among men. Whereby yeah, we must be. Yeah, I, I got right. you. I'm gonna read it for you. It yeah. says, "Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved." So, so it's, it's very clear that the name Jesus is the name where you must receive salvation, right? Right. All right. Now, now the now the question would be the question would be. We know that's the name that receives salvation, but the question would be, how do you actually receive that? Can you just say that Jesus Christ is saved, or do is there actual uh, performance that have to follow that belief? We just talked about when you say you believe a thing, you have to do the work of that belief in order for it to be valid. Are we still on the same page? Yeah. Uh, there's probably a lot of things I can think of, but right now I'm I'm not... Uh, I know you're yeah, thinking you mentioned it a minute ago, baptism. So I don't know if that's what you're looking for. Well, 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 I'm looking for what the scriptures say, I'm, and, I'm, and we're gonna keep well, rolling think, with this. Yeah, we're gonna, uh, we're gonna keep rolling. We're gonna keep rolling. Anything. Well, for me, yeah, I, uh, your action is basically that you show true repentance. Uh, uh, you you ask God yeah. to forgive you, and you mm -hmm. you represent. Your your expression is you're overjoyed uh, with the fact that your sins have been forgiven. Most most people, if they don't really see that they're a sinner, it may take some time to comprehend the coverage of mm -hmm. grace. And for other people, they instantly feel release and and relief. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, all right. All right. Okay. So I've got right, different I, I, behaviors I, I, from different people. You know, I, I Unshackled. You know the radio show Unshackled? You hear a lot of times where people will confess their sins and ask, say what they call the sinner's prayer to save them from their sins, and then they go the rest of their life not showing anything, and then later in life they remembered that their life is off track, and they then they acknowledge, and you can see big-time change. So it's kind of like every individual gets 
<laughs> a lot of times the earthly things are holding them back. Right. And I, and I agree. Now, you, you spoke about repentance is a, is a necessary thing. And just for the sake of anybody that might hear this, uh, would you agree that the word repentance means the changing of one's mind to become godly sorry and to change the mindset of the individual? Yeah, it has to be that way. That's for sure. Right. That that is that is that's good. We on that page. Now, I, I want to I want to kind of stick on the point to show you that when you say you believe, even though it is a inward thing. Of the scripture declares that with the heart man believe unto righteousness, and it say with the mouth confession is made, but it say unto yeah. salvation, right? That's right. Yeah. It say unto salvation, but there yeah. is something, there is something that has to happen after the inward and the heart is being pricked. When when the inward heart and the inward uh, conviction have set in into a person, then they must perform. They must perform an act that represents that belief, and we're going to show this. We're going to show this with the scripture uh, in Acts sixteen. I want you to stay in Acts. Go to Acts sixteen, and then I want you to start. We'll start reading at verse. Uh, matter of fact, thirty. Okay. We're going to, we'll start reading Acts sixteen and verse thirty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, you 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 pretty quick with the word. It say, now this is the this is the, this is Paul. He was locked in jail. Uh, the earthquake shook. It broke the jail cell. He could have ran out. He didn't. But the, the soldier, because it was dark, didn't know that he was still in there. He was about to cut his neck off. But when Paul said, "Do yourself no harm," it let him know that they were still there. Right? Yeah. Okay. Then it say this. It say, and then he called for a light. I'm, I'm starting at 29, at 16:29. Then he called for a light, and sprang in, and came trembling, and fell down before Paul and Silas. Verse 30 say, and brought them out, and said, Sirs, what must I do? To be saved. That's the question that a person that really believes is going to ask. Look what Paul said in verse 31. And they said, believe on the name. They believe on the Lord Jesus. That's what that name we were telling you about. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved in thy house. Now, is that it? No, that's that's my question. You say what? Yeah, that's what it says right there. Okay, now with that, I want you to, because we detail the scripture. This is not your regular church service. This is this is this is where you're actually looking at the scripture and reading it. Did did they actually did they actually uh, do anything at this particular moment, or did Paul just give an instruction on what to do? There's uh, a prison situation where, uh, as it reads forward, it says he spake unto him the word of the Lord. I'm with you. I'm with you. So what I, what I, I know where you're about to go because you, you and me think alike, right? 
But what, I, what I'm trying to get at is to show you that it says, Thou shalt be saved. You you with me? Okay. It says, Thou shalt, it says, Thou yeah. shalt be saved, meaning, meaning that there's something that has to happen in order for to make this available. If just That's like cool. if somebody say, yeah, it's just like if somebody say there's free money or there's food stamps at the government. Well, you don't just get it. You have to go down there and put in the necessary documents to get that benefit, right? Right. Okay, now listen to what I want you to see, like the prison situation that you were just talking about, right? The prison situation, what, look what he say. He say, they spake unto him the word of the Lord and to all that were in his house. Now watch this here. And took them the same hour of the night, and what he did? He washed his stripes, he was wept. Good God Almighty. Hey, so so it wasn't just say you believe, there was actually a performance that was held or done after this, right? They say he right. took them and he washed their stripes and just so you didn't confuse, wash their stripes with baptism. No, I'm with you. Oh no, no! Uh, remember, I'm teaching. I'm, I'm teaching. Uh, I got, I got listeners, and I'm making sure I play, make it plain. Okay, so it say, and he washed their stripes, and was baptized. He and all his house straightway. So everybody in his house got baptized. Do you see that? Yep. So after Paul told them believe, there was something that had to be done with that belief. They had to go and be baptized. And he said, and when he had brought them into his house, he set meat before them and rejoiced, believing in God with all with all his house. Good God of mine. What do you say about that? Where we at right now? So, well, you, that that's a follow-up to your original question. Is there something that needs to be done? I think you covered the answer. All right, all right. Now, now I'm I'm here I'm here I'm here to make that that clear and then plain and look like we've done it. So I want to I want to say I want to say the name of Jesus Christ is the name that this baptism has to be done in, right? If you do the baptism in the name of any other, there's no salvation tied to it. The salvation is not just in baptism, but the salvation is in the correct baptism. It's in the correct water baptism in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, um, uh, do I got any questions on, on here so far? That part is good, but when you get through your main teaching part, and questioning the issue, I wanted to ask a question, but it might be premature. Okay. Uh, well, you might you might be leading me to to the next thing, right? Because I, I want to take a, I want to take another uh, angle at this, right? Okay. All right. So that I want to take another angle at this. All right. All right. Now I want to go to the, the other scripture I sent out to you. Uh, we got John. Uh, 20, and I actually want to start at verse 23. And then after this one, I got I got just one more scripture, unless somebody brings a point up to me that we need to... Are you sure? You mean a verse 23, not a chapter. 
verse 21, John 21, and verse 23. Okay, I'm with you. All right, this is after Jesus came back. All right, this is after Jesus came back. Uh, you know, he rose from the grave. All right. And he comes in. The scriptures say that the disciples were glad they saw the Lord. And uh, he breathed on them, said, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. We pick it up at verse 23. And it says, Whosoever sins, ye remit, they are remitted unto them. And whosoever sins ye retain, they are retained. Okay, remit. I'm reading John 23. It doesn't say that. Okay, so we need to be in John 20. Chapter 21. Are you in a different I'm, chapter? Yes, I am. So I'm in John, I'm in, I, I meant to say uh, John 20 and 23. Right. Sorry about that. Okay, yep, John 20. Yep, yeah, don't let me read the wrong scripture to you. There you go. All okay. Right. John, John you. All right, John 20 and 23. Whosoever sins ye remit, they are remitted unto them. And whosoever sins ye retain, they are retained unto them. This is Jesus talking to his disciples, the the one of the uh, twelve, the the apostles, the the men that he chose to lead the church on, right? And yeah. he told them. So, if you listen to this scripture, Jesus is giving them the power to do what? What is he giving them the power to do? I want you to see this now. Is it? He said, "Whosoever." There you go. They are remitted, meaning they they are. Whosoever sins, they retain. They are retained. Correct. Right. He so he's given this authority. He's given this power to his apostles. He's given this dominion to his twelve. Okay. Because when it comes down to this uh, using the name, and I want to go back to, because see, anybody that calls on Jesus' name is not saved. You can't just call on his name and you be saved, right? You have to actually. Very, very good point. Yeah, because see, we, if I tell somebody just call on his name, some people make mockery and call on his name. Some people make it a game and call on his name. That's that's one of the reasons that you're taught not to swear, right? Because you say God so and so, God because you you're using the name in vain. Well, so Jesus gave the power to his ministers here, so that they would be able to give forgiveness of sins. Jesus, uh, any questions on that? Because that's why he told that's why he told him, and these were not just regular men; these were men that had the Holy Ghost. All right, that's why he told them, "Receive you the Holy Ghost." Because in order for you to be able to do the work of baptism, in order for you to be able to do the work of remitting sin, you're going to have to be authorized. Well, Jesus gives them the authorization by the Holy Ghost. Okay. So this is why the script this is why the scriptures say no man can say that uh, say no man can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Ghost. Okay? 
Yeah. So you can't just say Jesus. You have to actually have the Holy Ghost in order for it to be an effective call. You with me? Yeah. All right, all right, all right. So I did that to show you this next verse here. What's the first thing uh, verse 24 opened up with? But Thomas wanted the 12. <laughs> hey, it says, but Thomas wanted yeah, the 12. But Thomas. He <laughs> huh? was not with them when Jesus came. Yeah, yeah he wasn't there. My favorite. Yeah, this is one of my favorite things. He, he, he was not there. Thomas was not there. And yeah. it says, yep. uh, the other where disciples, were they? Just, where were they, Rick? What what were the I was I can you tell me what they were doing? Mary stood uh, without at the well, right what, after what? the grave, right, right after right. the sepulchre, and right. and so uh, now they they went the, back they went back to their they went back to their natural lives. Yeah, but but was it Mary? I'm I'm just asking you to brief me quickly. Was it Mary that met with the eleven and told? I mean, uh, the ten, because Judas is out of the picture. Right. So, Jesus actually so told, be ten of Jesus them. told her. No, yeah. it would be nine right. of them because because uh, Thomas would be number ten. No, I'm, I'm getting myself mixed up. There were ten of, ten of them, and Thomas would be eleven. Okay. So all the ten before knew it, but they saw him. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the 11th person, Thomas, didn't see. Or Mary, they didn't believe Mary. I, I can't remember how it goes. Well, Whether they well, saw it, Jesus or whether Mary just witnessed that. Well, here he go the thing. Uh, I'm going to help you out. Let's go to, let's, let's, go to uh, let's stay in verse 20, okay? Yeah. Stay in verse 20 and then go to verse 18. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm looking Stay in for. verse 20 and go to verse Mary 18. Magdalene say Mary, Mary yeah. Magdalene came and told the disciples that she had did what? She told spoken. the disciples she seen the yeah, Lord. She had spoken these things unto her. Yeah. Yeah. The Lord, and he had spoken these things unto her. That was, yeah. Yeah, that would be it. That's it. That's it. That's there what you go. Uh, so, yeah, so, that's what I was looking for. There you go. I All right. Remember. So. No, no, it's in the word. We got it. We got it. Okay, so, so it. I'm, I'm going to get you out of here. I'm going to get you out of here. But uh, where was I at? Verse 20. Oh, verse one 25. The, one of the 12. One of the okay, 12, called Didymus, was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples therefore said unto him, we have seen the Lord. Huh? <laughs> but he said unto them, what do you say? Except I see, shall that's see. Thing. That's the thing. They actually said that we have seen the Lord. Not just gotten Mary Magdalene's testimony. They said we have seen the Lord. That's right. That's right. That's right. But 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 they didn't see the Lord until after Mary Magdalene had told them what Jesus told yeah. her to go tell yeah. them. Cause Jesus, yeah, because yeah, because Jesus actually told her to go tell them to meet him in Galilee. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's what uh, I was confused about. Yeah. Yeah. See, see, see. If you hear about Jesus, you're going to hear about him from somebody, and then yeah. once you hear about him, you will have your own opportunity to believe him. 
You yeah, hear me? that's right. Yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm out here telling you right now, Jesus is the Savior. But until you see it and believe it for yourself, it won't work. Salvation yeah. won't be real. Yeah. Okay? So so um, he said, but I will not believe. Okay, no, hold on. I, I went too fast. I went too fast. But he said, except I shall see in his hands the print of the nails and put my finger into the print of the nails and thrust my hand into his side, what he said? He said what? I will not believe. Amen. He said, I will not believe. Now, look at this. Some other time, I'll tell you you a personal experience about that, but not now. Okay, okay, okay. All right, now look. And it's now verse 26. Look, Jesus didn't come right away. Jesus did not come right away. Huh? People, that's why I don't like when people try to make it seem like Jesus is healing every day of the week. He just do it. Jesus sometimes give you some time. He sometimes give you a little minute to take. How many days did it say it took for Jesus to come? Well, there was going to be a break of about 40, 50 days. I don't think no, no, no. Days. It's in the next verse. Read the next verse. What did the next verse say? After eight days. Good God of mine. Yeah, it's exactly. after, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, it's good a, job. So this is, after, this is after Thomas say, I will not believe. And then it yeah. goes on to say, after eight days, yeah. again, his disciples were within. And then, now, now Thomas is there, okay? And it says, yeah. uh, then came Jesus, the doors being shut, and stood in the midst. And he came and said, peace be unto you. God of mine. Then said he to Thomas. Hey, that's, that's when he walked through the wall. That's when he walked through the wall. But see, I gotta talk about that a whole nother skull. But but this is what he, he Hey, hey, I gotta talk about that with you, hey, a whole nother time. But this is when Jesus walked through the wall. But he came in and he said, Peace be unto you. Then says he to Thomas, what's the first thing he did when he got there? After eight days now. Eight days. He didn't come and ask Thomas what's going on. He didn't ask Thomas, what do you need? He came right in, and he said, put your hand in my side. Huh? He said, reach in here, touch my hand, thrust in to my side. And what did he say now? Good God of mine. And be not faithless. But but believing. believing. That's what I'm trying to tell you. There's an action with belief. There's something you have to do with belief. You can't just say you believe. When yeah. you believe something, you have to perform after that. All right? right. So if, Tom, if Thomas would have never put his hand in his side, if Thomas would have never reached in there, then he couldn't have said he believed. But look at what Thomas said after that when he actually did what Jesus told him. Look at what happened. What did he say? He said, uh, uh, he said, my Lord and my God. Oh, hold on now. Hold on now. This is, this is what I told you I was going to leave you at. But believing, and Thomas answered, uh-huh. he said unto him, my Lord yeah. and my God. Hey, this is where I told you I was going to trip, trip us up at and leave us here. Why is Thomas calling Jesus God? Because, because uh, good point, and that's a really wise way you're looking at it. No question. Yeah. I How always, you doing, man? I always love that because of the fact yeah, that... Yeah. 
He acknowledged the fact that because Jesus, he said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. I and the That's Father right. are one. So they've been being right. for three years, but they still couldn't mm-hmm. comprehend it. And That's it finally right. dawned on um, Thomas. Oh, it's That's my right. God. Yeah. Good job. So, 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 do you, so do you see, do you see how, how Thomas actually acknowledged Jesus as being not only Lord, because see, if we were just to say Jesus was Lord, everybody could say that. Because Lord mean master. But he didn't yeah. just stop there. He called him God. Yes. Huh? Yeah. And so this is, the, this, is the, this is the trivia right now. It's because there's a belief that says that Jesus is not God. Oh, but no, Thomas. No, you can't do that. No, no. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm with you. But Thomas put his hand in the side. He ain't taking Mary's testimony no more. He's not taking the other disciples' testimony. He put his hand in the side for himself, and he said, very, very good points. There very you good go. Point. Yes, sir. Huh? That, 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 that's right. We, no, we teach. We're not fussing. We, we, do, we do this every Monday. We're not fussing. We te- I'm teaching today. Yeah, we're yeah, we, we not fussing. We, we, we're making it plain. Because because Thomas put his hand in his side, Thomas no longer got to take nobody's testimony. He can say for himself, Jesus is God. You see? That's why Jesus said he thought it not robbery. The scripture said he thought it not robbery to make himself equal with God. You see? He, he thought it not robbery to make himself equal with God. So this is, this is the thing that we got to get, is that when you want salvation, you get salvation through the Son of God. But that's the one that God represented. That's the manifestation of God. Jesus is the manifestation of God in the flesh. Huh? Right. Now, 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 that, that's about, what I, okay, go ahead. I don't, I don't want to cut you short. I want yeah, to so, say so, something. So, but I don't so, want to... so, so, so look at what... So, so I'm going to end with this last scripture, and then I'm going to open it up for you to, to, to question okay. me on this, okay? All right. All right. I want to I go to... I want to go to Titus. Give me Titus. All right? Give me Titus, and then I want to... Titus is in the back. You, you got Titus. Well, I know the, about uh, the but I got these pages. What's it after? What's the book after? Yeah, so it's, before, it's, after, uh, it's after Timothy. It's after Timothy. So go Timothy. back there, Thessalonians. I got it. I got Timothy. Yeah, so, so then go all the way. And Titus is right after Timothy. You got two books he, of uh, Timothy. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Timothy right. one, Timothy two. Okay, so, just so, so go to Titus. So go to Titus uh, yeah, three. I'm, I'm there with you. I'm there with you. Now, which one? All right. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna start we're gonna start with verse three and three. We're gonna chapter three, verse three. What does it say? Okay, three. I'm not at three. Uh, three. So th- this is just so that some people, you know, I've heard yeah. people preach on Thomas. I've heard people preach on Thomas, and they say that Thomas. Didn't believe. They even called him Doubting Thomas. But Thomas was truthful. The scriptures yeah, say God yeah. desires truth from the Thomas inward part. I'm very right. grateful yeah, some, for Thomas. <laughs> yeah, some people, some people like to say that Thomas was, he was, he was doubtful, and all, but Thomas was truthful. And because he was yeah. truthful, Jesus was able to help him. All right? So, but this scripture say, for we ourselves... Oh, I'm in Titus 3 and 3. It says, for we ourselves. Uh, now, this is for everybody who don't believe they're sinners. We were just talking about that. You say some people don't believe they're sinners. Well, I like to tell you that all men are sinners, right? All yeah. men are sinners. Because Jesus Christ said that you're born in sin and you're shaped in iniquity. So every man that comes to the world, you a sinner, okay? Yeah. 
And the scripture here teaches, it says, For we ourselves were sometime foolish, disobedient, deceived. Now, wait a minute. You said 3-3. Three, three. Yeah. Titus 3-3. Three, three. Oh, I'm sure. How did they get me back into Timothy? Yeah, Give come on that. out of Timothy. We're, we'll talk about Timothy another time. Titus 3-3. Three, three. See, I got this Bible that's got paper thin pages, and I open one page and think I'm there, and I missed it. Okay. No, three, you're three. all right. Three, my, three. Pap my papers pages stick together and okay three three okay now you're at the third verse yeah okay now it's so, a, it's it's well, a, we uh, there you right? go for we ourselves I don't just want you leaving away from this call beating up on Thomas talking about Thomas is this some people do that about Adam they say Adam got us in trouble everybody would have no, made no. the same decision Adam you made don't have to worry about <laughs> me I I got a story to tell you someday. All right, all right. Hey, but everybody would everybody would have done the same thing out of this. Ain't nobody no better. All of us, all of us would have made the same decision if God don't I keep you. All right. Okay. So it says, for we ourselves also were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving divers' lust and pleasures. Good God Almighty, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. But verse four say, "This is what I want. This is what I want to leave you and show you here." It say, "But after that, the kindness and love of God, our Savior, toward man appeared." Now Thomas called Jesus God, and we know that Jesus is the Savior because that's the, that's what the angel came and said that he would do. He said he's going to come and he's going to save his people. Right, so we know Jesus is the Savior, but this scripture tell me that God is, is that what the scripture say? Yeah, it say God our Savior. So I'm, my question is, how many saviors is it? Do we got one or do we got two saviors? Uh, well, are you, are you talking Thomas or what are you saying? Uh, hey, hey, this scripture we just read says. That but after that, the kindness and the love of God, our Savior, toward man appeared. Now so you're, we, you're speaking all of it, mankind. Well, well, listen. Everybody knows that Jesus is the Savior, right? The Son of God. You with me? Yeah. The Son of God. But this scripture is not speaking on that. It says God is our Savior. Are you with me? Yeah, that's a good point. Very good, very good. I, I told you I was going. I told you. I told you I was going. I was going to trip us up at the end. All right. I'm a hundred percent behind your point of view. Yeah. So I'm not saying so your point of view. It's what the scripture says. But it, it, it's, it's what the scripture says. So yeah. So so yeah. so we go. So we gonna bring this and present this in in our panel session next Monday night. There you have it. You just heard another session of Let's Talk Jesus. I'm Ray Shard, and if you would like to hear these sessions live and in person, email me at letstalkjesus at hotmail.com. Until next time, stay blessed.